0: Building a community is more than just growing your following. It's about creating something powerful, something your audience wants to be a part of. But why bother, right? Investing time into building a strong online community is all about creating a real, long-lasting bond between you and your audience, which can be way more valuable than you would even realize. Trust me, the investment pays off in the long term. So you may have heard of the like, know, and trust factor, right? We talk about it a lot in the online marketing world. This concept is the journey that your audience takes when they are getting to know you and your brand. They get to know you, eventually they start to like you, and finally they really and truly trust you which might just lead them to either purchasing your products or services or taking your recommendations and and purchasing the things that you suggest. So let's dive into my three community building strategies that can help you create long-term success for your brand or your business online, all by working through this know, like, and trust factor. So keep on listening. Welcome to the Creator Club podcast, produced by Creatorly Media. I'm your host, Katie Steckley. I'm a side hustle YouTuber turned six figure CEO that's obsessed with social media, making content, and building communities. Here on the Creator Club podcast, we dive deep into the social media and content creation strategies that are important to you as a creator. Whether you want to grow on Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, or with a podcast, we've got advice for you. So stay tuned for my workshop style solo shows and the occasional expert interview. Oh, and by the way, this club is open to everyone. Whether you have one or one million followers, there's a seat for you at the table. So let's get into it. And welcome back to the Creator Club Podcast. Very excited to be chatting with you today. We're going to keep this episode short, sweet, and to the point because, as I mentioned in previous episodes, here I am recording from the van and it's hot out in New Orleans today. And we've got the windows closed so y'all don't hear the traffic noise. So let's just dive into it and get straight into my three strategies for today. Oh, but first, if you do want to leave a little review on this podcast, I would really appreciate it. Okay, now let's get into it. First up is no. And the real backbone of getting your audience to truly know you, which is the first step to building an online community, is being unapologetically you. Now, being unapologetically yourself is not an easy task, but it's a very important one. Picture your favorite creators and ask yourself, why do you actually like them so much? This can be a really great tool for starting to identify what attracts you to certain creators and what sort of features or traits of yourself might be bringing in your audience. So for example, for me, all of my favorite online creators have one thing in common because Trust me, there's a lot of stuff they don't have in common. I follow all kinds of people that talk about all sorts of different things from lifestyle creators to travel vloggers to political commentary YouTubers to personal finance advice. It's all over the place. But the one thing that they do share is that they all have raw, vulnerable, and real content. They share a piece of themselves that other creators would normally hide to create a facade of a perfect or I've got my shit together lifestyle. Let's just talk about a few people that I really love that create content online and why I think they've been able to attract such a loyal following. So first up is a YouTuber named Is Harris. Now I feel like she's a pretty great example actually because she's taken a break from making YouTube videos for quite a while now, but still has quite a loyal fan base. I mean, I'm here today telling you about how much I love her videos and she has such an honest and genuine approach to how she makes her content. She shared about her mental health struggle, her journey with having kids really young and kind of trying to find her way into a career as a young mom. And I just find that so compelling and I just love the way that she's shared her story in such an honest way. Another creator that I think is a good example is a totally different kind of creator, and her name is Chelsea Fagan, and she's actually the founder of The Financial Diet, and I think she's an interesting example of a creator who's built a really strong community, even though she's not your typical influencer right she's not a personal brand she's not doing brand deals herself she has a company um and it's you know a publication it's called the financial diet it's a website um there's many writers that write articles there um but she has such a cutthroat honest tell you what i think kind of approach in her videos and her podcasts i think it really has just drawn people in because she's not afraid to share some of her more controversial opinions or even some opinions that she has that, you know, aren't always that helpful when it comes to her uh, business goals. Like they might actually keep her from getting certain sponsorships because she's not afraid to speak out against stuff that she doesn't agree with, which I really respect. My final example is somebody on another total end of the spectrum, different kind of content. It's actually a couple Craig and Amy from the YouTube channel King in It. So they actually make van life and travel videos. Um, they've done van life, like I was saying, but they also have like traveled across India and a tuk-tuk and like all this stuff. So very cool stuff, but they are very cool because they stand out from some of the more polished like I'm just trying to look hot kind of van life content that you might have seen they aren't just these like perfectly pure hippies you know they're kind of alt a little bit rock and roll and are just hilarious and don't take themselves too seriously which I think really makes them stand out from other content In their niche. So, really, what we can learn from my favorite creators, and I would encourage you to do the same kind of analysis of all the people that you watch on YouTube or follow on Instagram or wherever, and ask yourself, what do you like so much about them? And from these various creators, all from very different niches, I think the themes that I can draw is they're honest. They talk about the stuff that people are afraid to talk about, they don't take themselves too seriously, they're okay with joking around. They're not trying to put up a front and make themselves look perfect. They're okay with living in the imperfection and using that to their advantage. What these creators demonstrate, and I'm sure what some of your favorite creators would demonstrate as well, is that by simply being you, you can really humanize your brand and help to create a deeper, more emotional connection between you and your community. The creators who shy away from being real might share an unattainable lifestyle with their audience, which could come across as aspirational, but also probably leaves their audience feeling inadequate and a little bit ashamed. I mean, who among us hasn't watched a lifestyle vlogger and been left feeling like, oh my gosh, I'm such a mess. And that's kind of part of the appeal of their content in a way, but it does always leave this gap where you don't really feel that strong connection because they aren't relatable. But if you're willing to be real, share the truth, from behind the screen, like be honest, be upfront about your experience, then this will help you reliably build a community versus just a following because people will feel that genuine connection with you. One example of this in action is the ever-so-popular morning routine videos that you see on Instagram and YouTube. Now, don't get me wrong, I love watching these aesthetic nuggets of morning inspiration, but I'm always very aware of the art behind some of these videos, and that's what it is. It's something that is contrived, it's designed, it's art, it's entertainment. They aren't always realistic, it's a fluffed-up aesthetic version of their normal morning But I've personally made some morning routine videos. You might be saying, well, Katie, haven't you participated in this? And to some degree, every video you make is going to be designed intentional. Nothing is ever 100% real except for actually living that real experience. But this is something that I've intentionally tried to correct for. Like as a viewer, if you try to recreate that polished morning routine that you see on YouTube, it likely won't work out for you. It's going to feel probably like way too much to freaking do in the morning, first of all. Uh, But it's also just never going to look as pretty and beautiful as it does on YouTube. So in the videos that I've made that are similar, I try to be really realistic and give some tips and advice of how to create a morning routine that's actually going to set you up for success in the day. And I think that that is something that you can actually walk away from with some tangible changes you can make that are going to improve your life. So the point is, I think if you want to build a real community, part of that is letting them get to know you in a really deep and personal way, as much as you're obviously comfortable with sharing online, but don't feel like you need to put up this polished, pretty, face-tuned front like a lot of famous influencers do. You can be yourself and that is actually going to be an advantage to you because it's going to make this feeling of genuine connection with you and your audience. The next community building strategy is our like factor. So your audience has gotten to know you. Now, of course, you want them to like you. And part of those pieces of being genuine and relatable and honest, that is going to build that admiration for sure. Like your audience will feel that connection and they will start to like you. But there's another piece to kind of building up that like factor that's really about listening. So one of the most important things you can do to build a strong community is to listen to your audience. We can get so caught up in strategy and content creation, we sometimes forget to just stop and listen. This might be your brand, but it's important to remember that this is not all about you. And I know that can be a hard pill to swallow, especially as somebody who has entered this space as an artist, as a creator. Look, I feel that you want to be able to just make what you love. And I think that there is space for that. I think that there is definitely room to balance both what you love to create and what your audience loves to see. But if you're really focused on growth and building a community, not just a platform for you to post what you like, but a community where you can connect with others and really serve the people that you're looking to serve with your content and potentially with your paid offers as well, it's really about being there for your audience and giving them a voice that you can represent through your content. So one way that you can do that is just by straight up asking questions to your audience. You can do this in your Instagram stories with a little question box. You could do this in captions of your feed posts with call to actions and more. Some of you might feel like you don't really have an audience yet. Maybe you just have not that many followers. You feel like you're not getting a lot of engagement, but even one voice is important to listen to. So ask away, even if you only have a few followers, if you can even get one comment, that is valuable information to have as a creator. So just put that open ask out there and always be ready to take those responses. Another effective way to open up the door to hear your audience is by sending them a thoughtful DM or comment. If you do a poll in your stories and someone responds, maybe reach out to them and ask them their opinion or more details about their response. This is especially effective if you kind of name in your story, like reply to this poll if you want to chat with me. Sometimes people are very open to DM conversations, but they just don't want to have to put the effort in to initiate them. So if you kind of let people know that you might be following up with them, just good to give them a little heads up that you might be wanting to chat in the DMs. If you got any new followers today, then it might be worth reaching out to them and introducing yourself or checking out their profile and engaging on some of their posts. You can send them a DM and say, thanks so much for following me. Curious to hear what your biggest struggle is with X. This can be a really good way to get feedback from even your newest audience members that you can make sure that you keep in mind when you're creating content for them. When you think about it, someone who just followed you, like they took the first step in the relationship by following you or engaging on your content. But engagement is a two-way street. This community building thing is not just you shouting into the void, it's about real conversations. So it's your job to keep that conversation going by taking that step and maybe sending them a message or commenting on their posts. The most important way though to listen to your audience is to simply build empathy with them. You need to truly understand who your target audience is and what their struggles are so that you can figure out what you can do to help them. And not just in a surface level way. I find the best way to discover this further is to get into the details. It's one thing to make generic mission statements in your Instagram bio, like, my goal is to help women find their passion, or whatever. And it's another thing to actually go out and talk to the kind of people that you think you can relate to and figure out what they're going through in their everyday life, because all those little details build up to the big picture, even if it's something as small as i trying to find their confidence when they get dressed in the morning or trying to figure out how to organize their schedule or whatever these little minute things that can build up to bigger picture niches and content that we can serve our audience with. So if you really want to work through this community building strategy of getting your audience to like you, it really, really is about creating empathy and understanding your audience and their struggles so that you can guide them through those struggles. Okay, quick. Let me give you the four steps to a highly effective sales funnel for your online business. One, generate traffic with evergreen SEO based content like blogs or YouTube videos. Two, offer a freebie or a lead magnet to get that traffic onto your email list. Three, offer a high value educational webinar to your email list, and four, get your interested webinar attendees to purchase your offer with a relevant and interesting pitch at the end. Sounds amazing, right? Truly, this strategy has worked for so many online business owners, and while it might sound too good to be true, the fact is it's often not executed properly, which can lead to lackluster results. One of the biggest areas a lot of marketers struggle with the webinar. You might feel intimidated by the tech or be uncertain of the steps involved to get one set up. That's where the sponsor of today's episode comes in, Webinar Geek. Webinar Geek is user-friendly and entirely web browser-based webinar tool that allows you to connect and engage with your audience live. You can host your webinar entirely from your web browser. No software download necessary. You can start using Webinar Geek today at WebinarGeek.com. The final community building strategy and kind of the last stage of this progression after your audience knows you, they've started to like you, finally they are going to start to trust you. And really the main strategy that you can use to build this trust is to stay consistent. I'm sure you've heard of the general consistency is key Advice from most social media marketing educators, including myself. I know I talk about it all the time, but it really is more than just keeping a consistent posting schedule. When I say stay consistent, I don't just mean, oh, post Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 9 a.m. every week. No, we're talking about consistency in a holistic way. Yes, staying consistent with your posting schedule is very important, but so is staying consistent with your niche, your branding, and your overall voice. People follow you for a reason, and that's usually because they saw something that they enjoyed, right? If you suddenly stop posting the content that caused this person to hit that follow button, why would they want to stick around? And even more so, why would they want to be a part of your community? Now, I know this can be difficult if you're going through a transition of niche That's fair. That's a whole other topic that I feel like I could make a podcast episode about, like how to kind of deal with that strategically, but also emotionally because it is hard. So if you're thinking about like genuinely pivoting with your brand, then disregard that. It's okay to change the topic that you're doing. But what I mean is if you're just in general content creation mode, kind of going along trying to grow, if you're changing up The way you create content, the way you speak to your audience, or the type of topics you're talking about all the time, then that is going to be really confusing for your audience, and they're certainly not getting what they came for so it's important that whatever you're kind of promising with the content that your audience finds you through like for example your reels or even feed content that might be discoverable through the explore page think about the main ways that people find you and then consider is the rest of the content that I'm making lining up with those sort of more discoverable pieces of content, because sometimes there are just some formats that perform better when it comes to generating reach and getting people in. But it just is important to make sure that your other content that's more for nurturing your existing audience thematically makes sense with your like high reach content, because you want people to feel that consistent path towards getting to know you and that it's not just like, oh, now she's talking about this or that. And sometimes it just takes time to build up that consistency because you might be incorporating like new elements to your brand here and there. Like for example, when I started talking about living in a van and traveling and stuff, um, I'm not trying to change my content to be entirely van life focused, but slowly but surely I'm kind of integrating this into my brand because it's part of my life. It's something that my audience needs to be aware of. So think about how you can do it in a natural and organic way that's going to help you stay consistent overall with the type of content that you're making. It's also important that you stay consistent with your messaging, especially if you are trying to position yourself as an educator or somebody in a position of authority on your topic. If you don't stay consistent with what you're teaching, like this might go without saying, people are not going to trust you because they're going to feel like you're lying or you don't really know what you're talking about. So it's important in this stage of building trust that you truly do your research and have a really good understanding of what you're teaching to your audience. This does not mean that you can't change. If you look back at my Instagram strategy advice from like 2019 to what I'm posting now, It's going to be really different because things change, and sometimes we learn better and more effective ways of doing things. So, it's not to say that you can't grow and develop, but it is important that you are consistent in your messaging about whatever topic it is you focus on because obviously, if you're jumping around and you have different opinions depending on the day of the week, people are not going to trust you. So whether it's being consistent in our posting schedule, consistent in our branding and themes and topics, or consistent in our actual content, like what we're teaching, it's really all about building that trust over time with your audience by proving to them day after day that you are someone that they can come to. And that is really, really the pinnacle of building a really strong community on Instagram, or really anywhere else online. If you do want some more tips about building a consistent brand on Instagram, I actually have a whole episode about that. It's called how to build a consistent brand on Instagram. So just pop into the full list of episodes for this podcast. Once you're done listening to this one, scroll back a little bit and you'll find the episode about how to be consistent on Instagram because it's very, very important for this trust building stage. There are a lot of different ways to build an audience, which you can learn about in all my other podcast episodes and on my YouTube channel, but this long-term community-building approach is really what's going to take your audience from followers into loyal and engaged fans that will be a part of a community that is actually a meaningful place for you and them to engage with online. Thanks so much for listening to the creator club podcast. This show is produced by creatorly media, a social media and content marketing agency by creators for creators. If you want professional help growing your social media platforms or creating your content, come visit us at creatorlymedia.com or at creatorlymedia on Instagram. If you've listened this far into the episode, we want to know who you are. Seriously, thank you so much for listening. Screenshot your podcast app and share it to your Instagram story, tagging at Creatorly Media or at Katie Steckley so that we can chat. Again, thanks for listening and remember to keep on creating. We'll catch you next time.